time for a short story and this short story that i'm going to narrate today it's called an enigmatic nature it's written by anton chekhov and i hope you are going to have a really good time listening to it and don't you worry about the time because it's really really short so here we go an enigmatic nature on the red velvet seat of a first class railway carriage a pretty lady sits half reclining an expensive fluffy fan trembles in her tightly closed fingers a pince-nez keeps dropping off her pretty little nose the brooch heaves and falls on her bosom like a boat on the ocean she is greatly agitated on the seat opposite sits the provincial secretary of special commissions a budding young author who from time to time publishes long stories of high life or novelli as he calls them in the leading paper of the province he is gazing into her face gazing intently with the eyes of a connoisseur he is watching studying catching every shade of this exceptional enigmatic nature he understands it fathoms it her soul her whole psychology lies open before him oh i understand i understand you to your inmost depths says the secretary of special commissions kissing her hand near the bracelet your sensitive responsive soul is seeking to escape from the maze of yes the struggle is terrific titanic but do not lose heart you'll be triumphant yes write about me voldemar says the pretty lady with a mournful smile my life has been so full so varied so checkered above all i am unhappy i am a suffering soul in some page of dostoevsky reveal my soul to the world voldemar reveal that hapless soul you're a psychologist we have not been in the train and our together and you've already fathomed my heart tell me i beseech you tell me he says listen my father was a poor clerk in the service he had a good heart and was not without intelligence but the spirit of the age of his environment who comprene i do not blame my poor father he drank gambled took bribes my mother but why say more poverty the struggle for daily bread the consciousness of insignificance ah do not force me to recall it i had to make my own way you know the monstrous education at a boarding school foolish novel reading the errors of early youth the first timid flutter of love it was awful the vacillation and the agonies of losing faith in life in oneself ah you are an author you know us women you will understand 
unhappily, I have an intense nature. I looked for happiness. And what happiness? I longed to set my soul free. Yes, in that I saw my happiness. Exquisite creature, murmured the author, kissing her hand close to the bracelet. It's not you I am kissing, but the suffering of humanity. Do you remember Raskolnikov and his kiss? Oh, Voldemar, I longed for glory, renown, success, like every why affect modesty, every nature above the commonplace. I yearned for something extraordinary above the common lot of women. And then, and then, there crossed my path an old general, very well off. Understand me, Voldemar, it was self-sacrifice, renunciation. You must see that. I could do nothing else. I restored the family fortunes, was able to travel to do good. Yet how I suffered, how revolting. How loathsome to me were his embraces. Though I'll be fair to him, he had fought nobly in his day. There were moments, terrible moments. But I was kept up by the thought that from day to day the old man might die. That then I would begin to live as I liked. To give myself to the man I adore. Be happy. There is such a man, Voldemar. Indeed is, there is. The pretty lady flutters her fan more violently. Her face takes a lacrimose expression. She goes on. But at last, the old man died. He left me something. I was free as a bird of the air. Now is the moment for me to be happy, isn't it, Voldemar? Happiness comes tapping at my window. I had only to let it in. But, Voldemar, listen. I implore you. Now is the time for me to give myself to the man I love, to become the partner of his life, to help, to uphold his ideals, to be happy, to find rest. But how ignoble, repulsive and senseless all our life is. How men, how mean it all is. Voldemar, I am wretched, wretched, wretched. Again, there is an obstacle in my path. Again, I feel that my happiness is far, far away. Ah, what anguish. If only you knew what anguish. But what stands in your way? I implore you, tell me, what is it? Another old general, very well off. The broken fan conceals the pretty little face. The author props on his fist, his thought-heavy brow, and ponders with the air of a master in psychology. The engine is whistling and hissing, while the window curtains flush red with the glow of the setting sun.